When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. The following is a presentation of IMG, America's home for college sports. Duck Insider. Duck Insider on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. Look out. He's got some room. He's got some speed. And he's got the end zone on his side. Got it. Touchdown. Oops. That was too quick. How do you like the start this football season? The flush with the right hand. Goes up. He's blocked. the show. This is Doc Insider on the Oregon IMG Sports Network, presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Better banking, local solutions. Time now for your daily dose of Oregon athletics. Here's your host, Joey Mack. Hello, everybody. Okay, we have a big show today. For a few reasons. One, Kat Mertz, head coach, Oregon soccer, is going to join us. She will talk about the new recruiting class for the Ducks that they announced a couple weeks ago because of the Thanksgiving holiday, the Civil War, and everything else. We haven't got a chance to talk with Coach Mertz yet. Also, Oregon volleyball. That's right. Oregon volleyball in the postseason. 
coming up on Thursday, 7 o'clock, New Mexico State. Full details, GoDucks.com. They've got you covered with the tournament hub. And it's important to note that it's not going to operate. Again, this is just like when women's basketball was here in March last year for the NCAA tournament when the Ducks hosted the first two rounds. Volleyball is the exact same way. It's not treated completely like a home game. It's really just at Matthew Knight Arena, but it's an NCAA event. So you're going to see a lot of blue around the LED boards, not a lot of green and yellow. It's actually a little weird, to be honest with you. Matthew Knight Arena was never meant to be blue. But you get all the NCAA colors and logos everywhere, and the operation of the game is a little different. So for those of you that are heading out to Matthew Knight Arena, 7 o'clock, you can get your tickets, godux.com slash tickets, as low as $15 for volleyball. Postseason, baby, Thursday, 7 o'clock, the Ducks are in action. Matt Ulmer and crew are in action against New Mexico State. Hawaii and Baylor also in this quad as well. The winner of the two matches on Thursday will play on Friday at 7 o'clock, the 29th and the 30th of November. Oregon is the 15 seed in the tournament against New Mexico State, and then Hawaii and Baylor also in the Ducks pod, if you will, or quad Pod, quad, same thing. They're all in a pod together. We'll take your Facebook comments and questions, but again, volleyball in action Thursday. Matthew Knight Arena, be there. And it'll run like an NCAA event. It's going to be a little bit weird. I said that we were going to talk about what bowl game the Ducks are going to go to today and look at the Pac-12 in a little bit more depth. We're going to do that. We also have some football team awards to tell you about. The Ducks had their banquet, and after compiling all the different awards and who won and We have that for you. Now, we'll go through the list of the football awards as the Ducks will now get ready for a bowl game. It's looking likely that it'll be a California bowl game on New Year's Eve. So, if you weren't with us for some of the breakdown yesterday of that and the Civil War, here's how this works. And the rankings that come out tonight, so those of you that are live with us in the 1 o'clock hour, I don't know the rankings from the College World Playoff Selection Committee yet. However, I can tell you that the chairman of the College World Playoff Selection Committee will be on Duck Insider on Thursday. Athletic Director Thursday, Rob Mullins, will be here. I have a feeling I may ask him a little bit about the college football playoff and the rankings. Now that he's the chairman, we can do that. Because remember, when Rob was just on the committee, he actually couldn't speak on behalf of the committee. That's the job of the chairman, right? Well, now that he's the chairman... I can sit here and go, okay, Rob, you know, walk us through the rankings and how things work in that room. It all starts with M&M's, kind of what he said, though, right, Joey? It does. You have to have peanut, peanut M&M's. M&M's. Peanut M&M's. Peanut M&M's are critical. Peanut butter M&M's, I like peanut butter M&M's. Uh, they're kind of a creamier Reese's piece, if you will. Um, I know a lot of people like their traditional peanut M&M's, but I like the peanut butter ones also. So I'd go for either one. I can go for either one. Your Facebook comments and questions. Uh, for bowl games, though, it really is the pecking order. So here's what you're hoping for if you're a Duck fan. Washington State, you want the Cougs to stay probably in the top 12, top 10 of those rankings. If the Cougs do, then they're probably going to a New Year's Six Bowl. Fiesta Bowl, probably. They've got an at-large. I would imagine that Washington State fans would love to go to the Fiesta Bowl. I think they would travel well for that one. A 10-2 and two Washington State team, I like their chances to be in a game like that. You know, it's an opportunity for Kook fans to travel. They haven't been to one of those games in a long time, actually. So I think that's one spot. One big key for the Ducks to end up in a good, solid bowl game. Second option, you got Washington and Utah. They play on Friday night in the Pac-12 championship game. I really hope that Greg Walker, Sports Information Director for Men's Basketball, and myself 
can find a place to watch the Pac-12 championship game on Friday because we will be in Houston. By the way, on that note, men's basketball, tough one last night. We're going to hear from Dane Altman, going to hear from Peyton Pritchard coming up in just a little while. They did not mince words after the Ducks lost to Texas Southern last night. A 13-point lead that was erased. Ducks gave up 57 points in the second half. Tough one for Dane Altman and crew. We'll talk about that coming up on the show a little bit later on. But the Ducks do have to bounce back quickly. They play at Houston on Saturday. And so that's why I'm hoping we'll be able to watch the Pac-12 championship game. So you got Washington and Utah. And by the way, for Houston, people who have been there, please, food recommendations would be great. What do I do in Houston? I've never been there before. And don't say, you know, Houston, what's the phrase? Help me here. Uh, Houston, we have a problem. Don't, don't Please don't give me any of those puns. There Just, is the space where should center. I go? It is located there. So. so so the Space Center is legit. And I know, told I know me there's, the space I know there's an aquarium, awesome. but that's about all I know about Houston. Can't okay, either, growing but. up on the coast, man, the aquarium's here. You can't beat them. You can't beat them. So, no, I'm not, I I'm not doing an aquarium in, in Texas. But I will, I will have some good food, I'm sure. So food recommendations in Houston. What should I do in Houston? I would really like to crowdsource this. Um, I, you know, I was not a big traveler as a kid. I, I never traveled, really. So I'm trying to make up for that now. Anytime we go to a place like Houston, I mean, when's the next time I'm going to be in Houston? I don't know. I may never go to Houston again. So I'd like to see the city and uh, go to some of the good spots. With that in mind, though, we do have Washington and Utah playing on Friday night, the Pac-12 championship game. We're going to make Pac-12 picks, actually, on Friday as well here on Duck Insider. Jorgie and I are still neck and neck, so we got some things to take care of. Whoever wins that game is going to the Rose Bowl. Whoever loses that game... If Washington State ends up in a New Year's Six game, you think whoever loses that game probably ends up in the Alamo Bowl. They have second pick for Pac-12 pecking order behind the Rose Bowl. And then I got to think that would leave Oregon in the Holiday Bowl. I think that that's where the Ducks are going to end up. Now, say that doesn't happen. Washington State ends up in the Alamo Bowl. Ducks probably slide down to the Red Box Bowl because they'd be one slot lower because everybody moves down if Washington State isn't in a New Year's Six game. You follow? I hope you follow. I don't know if this is happening for everybody, but my comment section on the Facebook live stream isn't loading. So we might have to have Quentin run through. You do or you don't? He does. Okay, so we might have to have Quentin uh, join us on the air for the first time today. We, we've actually talked about this frequently, that uh, we've only had two video directors. We've had how, how many people have directed the show now? Four, I think. I think, we, I think we, we've had four people direct the show. And Zach, we've gotten him to talk, although over the summer when Zach was helping me build this studio that we're in right now, he's like, I'm not, I'm not going to really come on the show very much. I'm not going to do it. Now he is. It was, oh, good work, eh, Scotty. And then Scott Phillips, of course, our vice president of making things look cool on Duck Insider, who sits behind us. Way for us, Scotty. Thank you, Scotty. Um, He has, of course, spoken. Scott used to produce and basically do everything for the Oregon Football Coaches Show when it was Jill Savage and Mike Jorgensen, right? Or even even before that, right, Scotty? Joe John Sante did it with Scotty. I mean, he's... Let me put it this way. Scotty's got some stories that we will tell on Duck Insider at some point. Does and now Gio and Quentin have directed the show as well. Gio has not wanted to to come on the air and, and chat with me and tell me that I'm full of it. Quentin throws flags at a higher rate than than anybody else on the show. Um, it, yeah, that's true. Scott has thrown a flag frequently, but so Quentin's title, of course, assistant director 
and show – did we go show official? Yeah, and then Zach was show referee, I think. I think that's what we ended up doing. The point that I'm trying to make long-windedly here is that Quentin may have to come on and read some of the Facebook comments and questions today because my my computer, I think, went and is is not working. We'll, we'll do that in a little bit. We'll do that in a little bit. You – We'll get you comfortable and, and make sure that everything's everything's ready and set, and you know we'll, we'll we'll make sure. Randy Anthony back in the radio studio though. We've been talking a lot about the pecking order and where things are going to fall, and you know I, I just think if you're planning for the Ducks, it's looking like a New Year's Eve game. You never I know agree. what can happen because remember, Bulls Bulls can go down one spot in the standings if they want to. The Ducks sitting at eight and four overall, five and four in conference. Washington, Utah, how that game goes, where Washington State ends up. The Ducks may un- end up even as high as the Alamo Bowl if everything shakes out a certain way in the Pac-12. So if that were to happen, it would be that Washington State would go to the Fiesta Bowl, Washington, Utah, the winner of that goes to the Rose Bowl, and then maybe the Alamo Bowl says, well, we- we'd like to take Oregon, even though the Ducks have been there in recent years. They've been there a couple times, actually, in the last, yeah, what, five I- I years? I agree with you, Joey. Two times five years? Yeah, yeah, they're going to the Holiday I agree they're going to the Holiday Bowl. We'll see. I don't pretend to have any insider knowledge. No, no, all I, I just, know is what the pecking my... order is. Yeah. I agree. I mean, all I know is what the pecking order is for these things. And so where the Ducks are going bowling, we will find out on Sunday. So everybody keep an eye out. You're going to know on Sunday Likely where the Ducks are going bowling. Likely opponent's going to be Northwestern. That and, would be fun. And that's just based or on the Iowa. pecking order of. So I've seen, seen a lot of projections for Iowa. So that means that Northwestern would be Northwestern would, would they lose the, the Big Ten championship game, theoretically, and go to the Holiday right. Bowl. So is Holiday, Holiday's number two Big Ten, number three Pac-12? Is correct. that what it is? That's correct. Okay. I've seen some Iowa projections. Stuart Mandel of The Athletic reported that the, that the Holiday Bowl really likes the Ducks, and that would probably pit them against Iowa and his projections. I mean, isn't this fun? None of this means anything, but it's fun to try and figure out where the Ducks are going. Now, Quentin Moore, it sounds like he's – is he about to make his debut? Looks like it. Hello, Quentin. Everybody, this is Quentin. He is one of our video gurus, the assistant director and the show official. So you have the Facebook comments going. My computer has officially imploded. That means Duck Insider has gone completely off the rails early today. Quentin, any good Facebook comments and questions for me today? All right, right now we've got Jared Brown predicting Holiday Bowl against Iowa. Okay, I'll take it. Jared, and I'm with you. I've got family in Iowa, so that I'd love to see the Ducks play them. Excellent. Are they, ho- basketball. Are, are they Hawkeyes fans? Yes. Okay. That they split Oregon. So Jill Savage, of course, everyone, uh, who worked with us at the Oregon IMG Sports Network, now at Pac-12 Networks, Jill's a Hawkeye. So I, I brought this up to Jill when I saw her on the sidelines in Salt Lake City. I said, hey, so so you're coming out to Madison Square Garden to watch the Ducks play the Hawkeyes in, in basketball at MSG, right? She just kind of looked at me and was like, yeah, that, that would have been fun. But, hey, Holiday Bowl, maybe she'd make her way down there. All right, what else we got? We also have Monte Olsen predicting Red Box Bowl against Wisconsin. That'd be kind of fun. And San Francisco on New Year's Eve, Red Box Bowl, that's not, that ain't bad. Uh, Rexy Corpas saying no Vegas Bowl. I, uh, Vegas Bowl's out of the question. Yeah, that that's way, way too far down the bowl order. The Ducks I, the Ducks are going to one of the, 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 the upper echelon Pac-12 bowls. And then Brent, uh, Benjamin Aguilar saying, okay. I would love to see us play an SEC team. Yeah, I would too. I mean, you know, I keep coming back to this, and I don't mean to. It's it's such a shame that Texas A&M pulled out of that deal to play the Ducks this year and next. Now, Oregon, remember, next year gets to play Auburn to open things up. And I'm sure everybody's keeping up with the news at Auburn. A lot of, 
talk with Gus Malzahn, accepting some changes maybe at Auburn. We'll see what happens with everything going on. But that'll, that's the Ducks' opponent next year in an SEC showdown. So that'll be kind of fun. All right, anything else or should we, should we get a break in and come back? All right, we'll, we'll take a break. Quentin's going to stick around with us. Um, good debut. Well done. Well done. I'm impressed. Good work. All right, we're going to get a break, come back, uh, talk a little Pac-12 football, men's basketball trying to bounce back after what was a tough game last night. We'll talk about that. I'll see if my computer's going to start working. I'm Joey Mack. We're back after this. Duck Insider on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. When you've got your sights set on a goal, whether it's planting roots, planning your future, or going for the big win, you do what it takes to make it happen. And On Point Community Credit Union can help. We support our community with local banking and lending that unlocks opportunities. Because just like our Oregon Ducks, we play as a team and we win as one too. On Point is a proud sponsor of University of Oregon Athletics. Join in at onpointcu.com. Federally insured by NCUA, equal opportunity lender. Wherever you go in Oregon, you'll find lottery dollars working because you're playing, supporting what matters to Oregonians. From schools and job creation to state parks and wildlife habitat. And now, veteran services and outdoor school. Win or lose, every dollar you play adds up to a better Oregon for everyone. The Oregon Lottery. Together, we do good things. Duck Insider, your home for the latest news on Oregon athletics. This is the Oregon IMG Sports Network. Many medicines used to treat colds and flu contain acetaminophen, a pain reliever and fever reducer found in hundreds of over-the-counter and prescription medicines. But taking too much or more than one medication containing acetaminophen per day can damage your liver. So always read the label and don't take acetaminophen if you drink three or more alcoholic drinks every day. To learn more, visit fda.gov slash otcpaininfo. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Food and Drug Administration. Whoa, long time no see. It's me, the rock t-shirt in the back of your closet. Dude, remember? You crowd surfed in me, man. But you haven't worn me in like forever. I get it, you're retired. But I still got some rock left in me. So take me to Goodwill, where I can really make a difference. Your donations to Goodwill create jobs, training programs, and education assistance for people in your community. To find your nearest donation center, go to goodwill.org. Donate stuff. Create jobs. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Joey Mack, welcoming you back to Duck Insider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Yeah, where the Ducks will end up in a bowl game, we'll find out on Sunday. Oregon, uh, since we last talked, has had their banquet. They've gone through, handed out some postseason awards that are voted on by their peers. Ugo Chukuamani, Justin Quarterback, were the co-recipients of Oregon football's Most Valuable Player Award given at the banquet this past weekend. Rob Mosley's got a really nice recap of it all, going through all the awards on GoDucks.com. Some of the other highlights, inside linebacker Troy Dye, named Oregon's Defensive Player of the Year. Third straight year for Troy Dye that he's been given that honor by his team. That's pretty amazing. I Honestly, since I've been around, I haven't seen a guy that's gotten it that consecutively on the defensive side of the ball. That's pretty cool. And he shared the award with Justin Hollins for Outstanding Defensive Player. Receiver Dylan Mitchell and offensive lineman Calvin Throckmorton shared the Offensive Player of the Year award 
while Throckmorton also was given the Ed Mashofsky Award as Oregon's most outstanding offensive lineman. And Hollins got the Bob Officer Award, which is given to the Duck that perseveres through physical adversity during the year. Jalen Jelks honored with the Joe Shatfield Award, the most outstanding defensive lineman. And the Duck Special Teams Players of the Year were Tony Brooks-James and Keith Sims. I imagine that Special Teams Player of the Year... You know, Keith Sims, Brady Breeze, I can think of a lot of guys that have been pivotal on kick coverage for the Ducks. That had to be a tough one to decide on, honestly. The Ducks uh, award for most inspiring player went to Kalana Apelu. I love that. Kalana Apelu has had two regular season-ending injuries in his career. The former walk-on who earned a scholarship last year, a heck of a guy, super easy guy to root for. A lot of competitiveness, and I hope that he's going to be able to give it a go for the Ducks in whatever bowl game they end up in. Center Jake Hansen, nose guard Jordan Scott, received the Offensive and Defensive Achievements Award for playing a, quote, critical role in the effectiveness and consistency of the unit. I like that award. And a few others, a handful of other awards as well for the Ducks, as running back C.J. Verdell and Travis Dye shared the Offensive Casanova Award. That's for first-year players. And Javon Holland was also given it on the defensive side of the ball. There's a lot of awards to go through, including your Scouts of the Year. That's the highlights, though, most of them. And the full recap of all of those awards from the Ducks Banquet on GoDucks.com. For the Pac-12, it kind of ended up being a year that honestly is kind of what we expected. There wasn't a team that separated itself. Washington State had a chance to be that team, but lost in the Apple Cup. Really wasn't a team that separated itself, and I feel like as we look back on the Pac-12 regular season now, it's kind of about what we thought it was going to be. The South was a mess. Utah ended up pulling away, but it was still pretty messy. The North, I I think, still featured probably three of the best four teams in the conference, maybe four of the best five teams in the conference. You could argue that. But I feel like this Pac-12 season ended up being kind of what we thought it would be. All right, let's see if my Facebook comment section is going to come back to us. While I try to figure that out, and I can answer some of your Facebook comments and questions, men's basketball in a tough one last night against Texas Southern, man. I, I'll tell you, talking to Dane Altman on the postgame show, that was tough for me last night just because I, I could see with this team that they were disappointed in their performance against Texas Southern. A 13-point lead at one point for the Ducks that was erased by 57 second-half points scored by visiting Texas Southern. Hey, the comments section's working again. Hey! Hopefully I'll be able to answer some of your Facebook comments and questions then. Uh, We got one person that hopes it's the Vegas Bowl for the Ducks. Well, Vegas is always a good place to go. I actually didn't get to make that trip last year. Basketball played at Fresno State the same day. So I did not make the trip to the Vegas Bowl. So not this year. It's not going to happen this year, but I'd go again. I'd make that trip. Though, you know, I'll tell you, with the... Ducks always going to the Pac-12 tournament for basketball in Vegas. Maybe I get my Vegas fixed that way. I see a couple of you asking about a or about Kenny Wooten and his injury. Yeah, he did not come back and play. Had ice on that left knee after he was going up to block a shot. Will Richardson actually blocked the shot, and then he came down on top of a Tiger player, landed awkwardly, stayed down near the backboard. And it was kind of scary, honestly. I hope Kenny Wooten's going to be okay. The Ducks didn't have a a for-sure prognosis after the ball game, but hopefully he'll be able to give it a go for the Ducks. I think defensively the Ducks certainly missed him. I asked Coach Altman about that, though, and you'll hear from Coach Altman in just a moment. 
he was kind of like, you know, everybody's got to come together, though, when something like that happens. But ultimately, when Kenny Wooten was out and then Paul White got into foul trouble, it really forced the Ducks to go small. And certainly Texas Southern, who was beating the Ducks on the boards at halftime, even with Oregon leading, Texas Southern pulled away in that rebounding battle. That was a team that came in, and they were 1-4 and four and were negative 11 in rebounding margin as an average on the season. They ended up out-rebounding the Ducks by, I believe, 9 was the final number. Total rebounds in the ballgame, 41-32, to 32. yeah. So 9 rebound advantage for Texas Southern. And the Ducks have been pretty good on the boards. They were about plus 3.2 on the boards in rebounding margin coming in to the game. So, you know... I, that's that's a tough one. There's no other way to put it. And Coach Altman, he doesn't mince words, and he didn't post game. I, I want to let you listen to what Coach Altman had to say. We'll do our best. Questions in the Matthew Knight Arena media room can sometimes be hard to hear, but Cheyenne Running Audio is going to do our best for you uh, to be able to make sure that we hear the questions in addition to Coach Altman's answers without blasting our ears. So a lot of pressure here, Cheyenne. A lot of pressure. <laughs> we'll hear from Coach Altman, his postgame comments after the Ducks lost to Texas Southern last night, trying to bounce back against Houston here on Saturday. Coach Altman meeting with the media. Well, you know, there's no way to sugarcoat this. That was uh, a very poor performance uh, defensively. We gave up 57 points in the second half. They shot 58%. 54 from three. Uh, we got out rebounded by nine. Um, we took bad shots. Um, just was not a good performance. That you know, and I'm not blaming them. I'm starts with me. You know, if we're not any more disciplined, any tougher than that, it starts. It starts with me. So, uh, obviously, very disappointed. We haven't had a loss like that here in a long time. So, uh, we got a lot of work to do. We got. A lot more people concerned about rebounding and playing defense, uh, but that was uh, a very disappointing loss. Where do you approach this now? I mean, you go back to practice. What's the first thing you're going to bring up these days? Well, the first thing, you know, rebounding. I, we're, we're setting a really poor tone on the boards. People are getting aggressive because they're they're out rebounding us. So, uh, I think it starts there. You know, defensively, the second half. Uh, you know, I thought at times the first half our, our defense was okay, but the second half, uh, 57 points, you know, kind of speaks for itself. So, um, you know, it starts with those two things, you know, uh, the bad shots. You know, we had a couple guys who were shooting the three really well. We didn't find them. We had a couple guys, you know, who took some bad ones. So, um, we didn't drive the ball at the basket. You know, we, we weren't physical at all on the defensive end. So uh, there's a lot of places we got to go to work. They talked about the lack of intensity in practice. Is that something that you've seen also? Is that clearly being what's translated to the court? Well, you know, it um, our consistency in practice has, has not been there. You know, I've, I've talked about it with the players. I, I've mentioned it here. Um, you know, we just don't do things on a consistent basis, and, and it showed today. You know, uh, again, on the defensive end, on the boards, you know, we just, our physicality, you know, I know we got some young players, but uh, they, if they're going to play, they got to be a lot more physical than that. Yeah, in 
Yeah, we we never got physical with him. I mean, he he kind of did whatever he wanted. Uh, same way that they lost, they beat Baylor. You know, he was very effective in that game. Um, we just weren't physical. He he kind of did whatever he wanted, and uh, you know, a guy like that, you you got to get into his legs. You got to be a little physical, like they were trying to do at Bowl, and we just didn't do it. You know, like a first half when you're up seven, maybe you get a chance you can get it to twelve, thirteen there. But well, I think we did the second half. I think we pushed it. Uh, 13-point lead at one point. I think it was 51 to 38, and and uh, you know after that, you know they kind of pretty much got whatever they wanted. Your concerns defensively is it is it just strictly the physicality of it, or are the kids not communicating, or they're not? Oh, it's a combination of all those things. I mean, um, you know, we we were relying so much on just Bowl and Kenny protecting the rim, and when they didn't do it tonight, you know, we we broke down and. Didn't run them off the line. They shot, you know, the second half. They were uh, eight for eleven from three. You know, we didn't run them off the line, and uh, so you know, it's just total combination of all those things. You know, we we should we should be deeper. We we've got. 10, 11 guys there, and you know they just they got to perform when they're out there. And looking back, there, there have been some close calls, but they really haven't been a lot of losses like this one, especially in the Does this feel like a different challenge than you've had in the past, which is kind of similar to what other teams have done at this stage of the year? No, this is different. You know, we we've got uh, a lot of new guys, and uh, I'm not sure they want to adjust to the physicality and the toughness that we've got to have, and. So, um, you know, I don't know. Uh, it, it is a different challenge. Again, it start. you know, if, if you're not going to compete and be more physical now, it starts with coaching. You know, the demands, you know, have, have got to increase, and we've got to do a much better job. And, uh, um, you know, we're, we're so offensive-oriented. Our guys, they come off, all they're worried about is if they hit a shot or not. You know, uh, stops and rebounds. Uh, don't mean a lot to us. And in the college game, they've got to mean a lot more. So we've got to change our whole mindset. And I've been talking to our team about that, be focusing on the defensive end, the rebounding. I mean, we didn't play well offensively, but we did score 84 points. You know, 84 should be enough to win. You, you've got to guard and rebound. And uh, we just didn't do it. And how, do you, that, how do you try to strike that chord of increasing those demands after such a disappointing loss, but with the young team? Oh, just letting them know we're in it together. You know, I'm, I'm not blaming them. It's as much my fault as it is theirs. You know, I'm not putting it on them. And you know, we got to go play a Houston team that's really physical and really tough. You know, and and coming off a performance like this, so uh, we're going to have our hands full Saturday. You know, and and our guys just going to have to get ready for it. And uh, like I said we're in this together. You know, those freshmen are our guys, and sophomores. We just we're going to have to get better. I don't know. I, I I'm not sure what he did, and uh, uh, Clay just said he wasn't available second half. You had mentioned Lewis possibly for December third. That- uh, he won't be ready. He won't. You know, no. Dean Alvin, the Oregon men's basketball head coach, meeting with the media yesterday after Oregon fell to Texas Southern. You can hear it in his voice there. Ducks are. Frustrated, trying to get a few things sorted out heading into this trip to Houston. We'll see if they'll have Kenny Wooten available. 
And it sounds like Lewis King will not be ready to go yet as he's working his way back from injury, starting to get more and more up to speed with getting into basketball shape after he's been rehabbing those injuries that he's dealt with heading into the debut for the five-star freshman Lewis King. Joey Mack here with you. Coming up, we're going to hear from Peyton Pritchard. Uh, I want to play his comments from post-game last night. Ducks certainly have a few things to work out, and Peyton Pritchard, he didn't mince any words either. We'll hear that next on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. Hey, will you hand me a bag? Here's another can. The founder of the Boy Scouts of America said, the real way to gain happiness is to give it to others. Scouts here in Eugene are doing just that with Bottle Drop Give. The money they earn from collecting bottles and cans at football tailgates pays for scout trips and training. So do twice the good, recycle your empties, and donate your refund to a nonprofit like the Boy Scouts. Bottle Drop Give. At Mackenzie Willamette Medical Center, our focus is the evolution of emergency care. We're expanding our ER, giving you greater access to the care you need, from the area's only accredited chest pain center to posting our current average ER wait time and our commitment to the 30-minute ER pledge. We strive to give you more expertise with less waiting. At Mackenzie Willamette, better emergency care begins here. We work diligently to have you initially seen by a medical professional within 30 minutes of your arrival, owned in part by physicians. This is Duck Insider from IMG. From IMG, America's home for college sports. Sam Weish was a quarterback, head coach, and broadcaster in the NFL. Last year, he became a heart recipient. And now I know what a miracle feels like. My new heart gave me a new mission in life, and that is to get others to sign up to be organ donors. There are over 130 million people that have already signed up. Be a part of that. Please sign up to be an organ, eye, and tissue donor. Go to organdonor.gov. U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration. The possibility of lung cancer can be pretty scary, especially if you're one of approximately 8 million current or former smokers at high risk. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know that now there's a breakthrough low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early, and it only takes 60 seconds. You stop smoking, now start screening. For an easy quiz to see if you're eligible, visit SaveByTheScan.org. It could save your life. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Duck Insider, presented by Point Community Credit Union. Wrapping up the Oregon Football Coaches Show at the Cooler this year. It was another fun year down at the Cooler. We've got tip-off Tuesday coming up, the Oregon Basketball Coaches Show, starting in January. It's all thanks to the Cooler, voted the number one sports bar in Eugene. Now, we've been talking football bowl games, Pac-12 standings. We'll do that for football throughout the course of the week. Again, Rob Mullins is going to join us, Oregon Athletic Director and College Football Playoff Selection Committee Chair. He's going to join us on Thursday here on the show. Tomorrow, we'll also hear from Oregon Volleyball as they get ready for Thursday night in Matthew Knight Arena. The Ducks, yeah, postseason volleyball against New Mexico State, 7 o'clock at Matthew Knight Arena. Tickets are available as low as $15. GoDucks.com has you covered. If the Ducks win, they will play the winner of Hawaii and Baylor in the second round of the NCAA tournament Friday at 7 o'clock. A lot to look forward to for Matt Ulmer and his squad at Matthew Knight Arena, Thursday and Friday. Again, GoDucks.com for all your tournament info for volleyball. Last night, a disappointing loss for the Ducks men's basketball team. Texas Southern took them down, scoring 57 points in the second half, and Peyton Pritchard 
with some very candid comments from the leader of this team, one of the leaders of this team, Peyton Pritchard. He talked with the media yesterday about how the Ducks are going to bounce back, what didn't go right against Texas Southern, and a tough road trip coming up to Houston this weekend. Peyton Pritchard with the media. Um, yeah, obviously. I mean, they started hitting threes. Any ch- any chance they got. You feel like early on, I mean, you guys got up 7-8. Maybe that was where you guys could have gotten it to 12-15, maybe taking some confidence from but that by no more got away. Uh, I think when we up by 13 by one point yeah. during the game. So, obviously, we just need to figure some things out. What? Well, I mean, last year, around this time, we lost two quick ones and we didn't make the changes. So, it's going to start in practice, but... Uh, people are going to make changes. How much did Kenny Williams' absence impact you guys, like defensively and rotations? What do you think to cover up? I mean, you know, obviously Kenny's a big defensive guy and he, he covers a lot for us, but we can't just lean on Kenny. Um, honestly, every all five guys got to start defending. It's, it's the way to win, so. What's the trip of this team is making the heart from the defend? Is it showing up to practice? They're not trying to play into the game, or uh, just our intensity. Um, we take days off mentally. Um, we just don't bring it, and that needs to change. And it shows in games because you know some plays we bring it, some plays we don't, and that it's not that's not the way. That's not the way the Final Four team did it last year's team. That's how we didn't have intensity, and this year's team that needs to change. How does that change? Does that it starts at practice. Starts at practice, and obviously. Um, us older guys have to do a better job too, and we're not doing our job right. So. They understand you're not matched up with him, but how difficult was Trayvon Reed? You guys have clearly five times the field. Um. Yeah, I mean they just threw lobs and yeah, he just it, it wasn't just the bigs; it was just guards weren't um, getting around the ball screens. We weren't helping over. We were just. We weren't a, a team on defense. We were all individuals. How discouraging is this baby? I mean, they're, they're 25 mm-hmm. underdogs. This is a team that usually goes winless in the non-conference. I know they beat Baylor this year, and they're, they're a different team. But generally speaking, this is not a team that is very competitive. It's a power five program. Um, no, this is, just, this is a terrible loss, honestly. This is it's a bad loss, and... This is really what, if we're going to turn around our season right here, it's either we move on from this and we get better or we don't. That's Peyton Pritchard talking with the media after the Ducks' disappointing loss last night. So we're going to transition now and talk some positives. The future of Oregon soccer. She's Kat Mertz, head coach of Oregon soccer, back with us for a Tuesday showing when we come back on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. Wherever you go in Oregon, you'll find lottery dollars working because you're playing, supporting what matters to Oregonians. From schools and job creation to state parks and wildlife habitat, and now veteran services and outdoor school. Win or lose, every dollar you play adds up to a better Oregon for everyone. The Oregon Lottery. Together, we do good things. 
When you got your sights set on a goal, whether it's planting roots, planning your future, or going for the big win, you do what it takes to make it happen. And On Point Community Credit Union can help. We support our community with local banking and lending that unlocks opportunities. Because just like our Oregon Ducks, we play as a team and we win as one too. On Point is a proud sponsor of University of Oregon Athletics. Join in at onpointcu.com. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal opportunity lender. More Duck Insider coming up on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. I rescued Toast from a shelter in 2011. I love Toast because she's a lazy diva. Toast does whatever she wants, obviously. She's sleeping right now. She's so loving. She's so comforting. When I walked into the shelter, I knew right then that she was special. Toast, Instagram star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Start yours today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban or rural, you must always call 811 before any digging project. 811 is our national one-call number, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. So before you do this or this, make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811. Brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. Crazy We're back on there. Duck Insider, and you, you got to be crazy. <laughs> we had, had to have a little bit of fun coming back uh, because that is the that is of course the voice of Cat Mertz, who's back with us right now for a Tuesday appearance. You do have to be a little crazy to stand in the net, don't you? You do. Uh, to be a goalkeeper, I think you. Um I don't know. You like things being shot at you. When are we gonna do our PK shootout? I was hoping she forgot about that, no, everybody. That, um, come on. You guys want to see Joey Mack and goal, right? No one wants to see that. No one wants to, except everyone in the studio. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for the support, guys. Thanks for thanks for turning teams here on this one. So, I mean, all right. So, if we set this up. Now, we, we don't have a camera shot of this, but through this door is actually a, a big, giant meeting room for whatever reason. We, we could just set it up. Maybe I'll just stand in the door. That's our impromptu goal. Because I feel like I might make a save if we only had the length of a door. No, I'd still find a way to put it past you. you well, you were a baseball player, weren't you? I was. Uh, I was a catcher. See, I don't know. Maybe that might be harder. And the only thing if I ever did. If I just did, keep it up up a little bit higher, you're probably easy scooping up those low balls. That's true. Yeah. Um, I was a decent hockey goalie. Oh, wow. But that's just because I was big enough to fill up the whole <laughs> frame. And, you know, yeah. I've always wondered in hockey why you don't see, like, a sumo wrestler become a goalkeeper. You just sit in front of the goal. might break the skates. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Hey, either way, uh, we're back on a Tuesday. Cat Mertz is here. Happy off season. Is there such a thing? Well, um, <laughs> you know, it's recruiting yeah. and, you know, end of the year player meetings, which were great. Um, you know, it's always nice to connect with the players, but 27 individual meetings. And we, you know, we've spent a lot of time on that and, you know, we want to make sure that we're all on the same page and, we have our holiday party tomorrow night. Oh, shoot. Yeah. So, uh, ugly Christmas sweater party and um, uh, the white elephant gift. Um, Excellent. So, we'll, yeah, we still have some fun. And, 
And then it's just time for some downtime. All right. I love it. Well, it's the off season now for Oregon soccer, yeah. but we didn't get a chance a couple weeks ago during the signing period to mm-hmm. talk about their recruiting class. Let's do that. Let's do it. All right. We so have I've so got, many. I have a I cheat have, <laughs> I, I was going to say, I told Coach, I have my cheat sheet. The, the full list is on GoDucks.com. You just click on women's soccer. It'll be the first thing that you see. So you welcome in a recruiting class of 10. Yeah. Uh, tell us about this group uh, yeah. generally to, to start off. Then we'll get into some specifics. Uh, well, you know, we uh, graduated nine. Um, well, Taylor Carota should have been in that class, but she suffered an ACL in the spring, so she redshirted. So it would have been 10 that we would have been graduating. Sure. So we definitely knew we had some spots to fill, and we knew that we needed to get out there. Um, and just, you know, we wanted to remain true to who we are and get some good character kids, but also get the uh, players that can play in the Pac-12, which I think is the best conference in the country, and you have to have, and I've said this to you plenty of times, you have to have a blend of a soccer IQ with athleticism. And I think this class is one of our deepest, most talented class that we'll have coming in. And, um, they're, you know, it's very balanced uh, from every position. And uh, I think the experience that they have coming in, um, you know, they'll be able to jump into our system pretty easily. And I think that's going to be uh, really helpful for us since we're going to have – I mean, uh, I think we graduated six starters. I mean, you, yeah. in theory, you could have been seven or eight, you know. And so it is it is a deep class that we're losing. But, gosh, I, I'm pretty excited about the future. Strategically, how do you approach recruiting? I mean, I, I know every coach <laughs> has got that board up, right? The big board of, yeah. okay, this is the future. You move that magnet there. Are you a magnet or are you a whiteboard magnet person? How do you guys do it in the soccer office? Yeah, we have a little bit of both. Okay. We've got the magnets for our current players and then dry erase for Potentially. the potential yeah. players. Okay. Uh, you know, it's funny. I was just – Sitting here, um, you know, Coach Johnson, Robert Johnson just walked by, and we were just had an impromptu meeting about um, recruiting, mm-hmm. and it's fascinating, you know. I mean, you across yeah. the board, what do you look at? What do you look for? What does Oregon draw? What can you get? How do you get out of the bottom of the Pac-12? And um, you know, it's it's it is what we do. It's uh, sometimes daunting and overwhelming, mm-hmm. but at the same breath, when you land players like you do right now, um, it's really exciting. Um, and, yeah, I mean, we, we know we, we had some holes to fill and some people that we needed to replace, but we have that now. You know, I mean, in essence, the juniors, the sophomores, and the freshmen are going to step into those roles, and our freshmen, our incoming freshman class will just make us better. Is 10 the number that you'd like to have? Kind of, What's the number you want every year? I mean, how does that cycle work? How do you deal with all that? Uh, 10 is, a, is on the high end, you know, uh, We've have six to eight. I mean, usually is the normal number in there, um, and we've had everything from in between. I mean, our uh, 2019 class obviously is 10. We have 2020. I think we've got six or seven committed already. Uh, 21 will be a smaller class for us, um, and then 22 will be another bigger class. And so. One, I mean, we're not a headcount sport, so we're equivalency, and so we have to manage a budget, you right? Know? And that's always the tricky part. Um, you know, every, how do you figure out where everything <laughs> yeah. goes, right? Every club parent thinks their daughter is the best, and uh, you know, I would love dealing with uh, full scholarships, but right. that's not the reality. And trying to uh, balance that budget, um, combine it with the academic scholarships and, you know, financial aid and whatever it may be, uh, in-state, out-of-state, all those factors come into play. 
Cat Mertz, head coach, Oregon soccer, our guest. Uh, let's talk about the class. Yeah. Uh, give us a little bit on each one. Feel free to use it. I'm going to use the cheat sheet, <laughs> so feel free to, to do the same. Uh, the, the, the new Ducks. The new Ducks. I mean, we'll start in goal. We have a local awesome kid. Um, I could learn something. Yeah, Haley Call. She's <laughs> fantastic. Her parents, uh, big runners here in the community, involved uh, heavily within the Tracktown USA. But Haley, just an unbelievable kid. Um, you know, I've watched her play when she was 10 years old. I mean, I've seen her grow and develop, and she plays That's up amazing. in the... Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> uh, with the Portland Thorns Academy, and she's even trained uh, with the full Thorns Academy. She's been in camp with the U-17 national team, so... Uh, the one quality I love about Haley is just, I mean, she's a soccer junkie. I mean, she watches it. She eat, drinks, and breathes it. Um, she went to the World Cup. I mean, I see, I've seen her everywhere, um, and she's always on the sideline of the Thorns game. So she's a cool kid, great goalkeeper, great feet. Um, oh, my goodness, her feet are fantastic. Um, she's a little one, too. So let's go, little goalkeepers. Um, <laughs> I got a lot of pride for us little ones. And Chris Lewis is not the biggest thing in the world either, and she played professionally. So I'm all about uh, the little Mighty Mouses in goal. Allie Cook. Oh, uh, yeah, Allie Cook is a target forward. And um, Southern California family, great family, um, has two older sisters that play in college soccer. And one uh, plays at the Naval Academy. Uh, no, Air Force, Air Force Academy. There we go. And then, yeah, yeah, I got that wrong. Um, and then Pepperdine. And so okay. really big soccer family. But she is uh, um, unbelievable at playing back to pressure it's a true target forward if you will a true nine in the sense of we'll be able to hold balls be able to play make um she's big powerful athletic um got a great shot so looking for her to put some things away for us you got a new zealander next on the list we do uh maya han she's actually graduates here in december because that's their their summertime so she'll be coming in early and maya that works out nice yeah we actually have three players coming in early so that'll be nice um is competing currently with new zealand in the u17 world cup and it's down in uruguay Mm -hmm. and they just had a historic win they beat japan um and she, they beat him in PKs, and she was the first PK kicker, and she converted it, which was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so she plays Spain in the semifinals, which will be a big, big match for them. But um, savvy, Nash, I mean, midfielder, um, you know, I think our midfield next year will be one of the best in the country. Uh, we definitely have uh, some playmakers, um, some good defensive players. Um, and she just is really creative on the ball. Another Oregonian in Maggie Lacey. Oh, yeah. Maggie, uh, she's a great kid, also plays for the Thorns Academy. Um, Maggie, uh, you know, travels up uh, from uh, Roseburg up to Portland, and she uh, unbelievable kid, completely motivated, uh, driven to be in here, a midfielder, big, powerful midfielder, I think uh, strong on the ball. Um, you know, she can also play in that target forward role. So we're looking to her to come come in and contribute, excuse me, um, in that attacking role. Lily Rask. Lily Rask is a crafty forward winger. She's more of a 1v1 artist. And, you know, we graduate Marissa Everett. You always and, need some of those, don't you? Yes. And Lily actually is going to be 21. Um, so I'm hoping she can channel her inner, you know, Marissa Everett. 
Um, but she's really great on the ball. Um, just a really good 1v1 artist on the flank. And you definitely need those players, um, whichever system you play into. <laughs> I don't I missed the beat on that one, Randy. Yet. A she's going to be 21. Artist, I guess. She's going to be 21. Oh. <laughs> the collective O. Anyway. It's like, we having sodas? Am I boring you? What's going on here? <laughs> Number 21. All I right. Yes, 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 yes. Right. There, there you are. From California. Um, yeah, just a just a good kid. Caitlin Shaw, you got a, a Canadian. Another Canadian. And Caitlin, another player that's playing with the U-17 national team. She's also in Uruguay uh, for the Women's World Cup down there. And they just beat uh, Germany in the quarterfinals. Uh, yeah, in the quarterfinals. There we go. And she was player of the match. Hmm. And so, yeah, we're, we're super excited for her. She's more of a holding midfielder, we think. Um, can kind of go box to box. Uh, but she's also a captain for that U-17 World Cup team. And I think that speaks wonders, um, just her true character on and off the field. I got to go rapid fire for you a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I know. I'm going, I'm going f- slow here. No, I, I asked you too many questions in the beginning. Jordan Snyder from Mercer Island. Outside back, uh, you know, looking to come in, grow as a player. Um, she, you know, great club team, great on the ball. Uh, has got some development to do, but unbelievable work ethic. I'm going to try. <laughs> Croy Soto? Yeah. Yeah, you I got, got it. it. Croy got Soto. It. Croy. Croy's another one's going to cu- come in early, and right. she'll be here in the spring. But uh, center back, uh, just a leader on and off the field, fantastic in the air, um, and just a really charismatic kid and someone that you want to be around. Sofia Vinas. Oh, just a, a baller. Uh, Vinas, she got some Spanish in her. So uh, really crafty and creative, plays in the attacking center mid role, the 10 spot. Um, just like you'll watch her play and you'll be like, that's an international player. She's, oh, she's really? fun to watch. All right. Sakura Yoshida to round out the class. Yes. Saki. Okay. Uh, Saki, another national team player for us currently. Got a lot um, of those. We do. We do. We're excited about our class. But uh, that's another one. That's a 5-1 midfielder. Uh, but she plays like she's 5-10. She's unbelievable. Um, just so much fun to be around. That's a good class. That's all 10. We got them in. We got them in. Well They're done. right here. Look at that. There's the some... full bios yeah. are on GoDucks.com. Uh, get to know the new Ducks, and you'll see three of them for the spring season. Yep. You'll see the rest of them for the fall. Yep. Well, congratulations on a great class. Yeah, Enjoy the you. off season. Breathe a little, will you? Well, you know, we got baby number two on the way, so I think I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll be really. busy. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, I, I want to do me a favor. I need to see what your ugly sweater is tomorrow. Okay. I can right. take a picture and send it to you. All right. Cat All Mertz, right. head coach, Oregon soccer. Right. Thank you. Always a pleasure. Uh, we'll try not to be too loud for you down the hall. <laughs> She's our neighbor. Uh, we, we've talked about this. She's our neighbor down the hall here in the Casanova Center. It's a good wing. It is a good wing. It's a good but wing. I'm telling you, I still haven't heard you guys yet. I'm pretty sure you hear us, but when Depends. Coach, when Kelly Depends gets in day. here, Kelly Graves, you know, it, it gets pretty loud. But they're kind of busy winning. They, they are. <laughs> they've done a lot of that. <laughs> to be basketball. Lately. Yeah. All right. Well, oh, thanks for the time. Basketball. And um, man, it's been fun. We'll, we'll catch up with you again. I'm sure when the spring season gets here. Yeah. If you ever want to laugh or talk sports, I'm here for you. I love it. I'm gonna take her up on that. Yeah. All I gotta do is pop around the corner and find <laughs> her in her office. You don't. You have no idea what you just volunteered for. No idea. All right, we're gonna take a break. Come back. Duck Insider wrapping things up after this on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. Hey, will you hand me a bag? Here's another can. The founder of the Boy Scouts of America said, "The real way to gain happiness is to give it to others." Scouts here in Eugene are doing just that with Bottle Drop Give. 
The money they earn from collecting bottles and cans at football tailgates pays for scout trips and training. So do twice the good. Recycle your empties and donate your refund to a nonprofit like the Boy Scouts. Bottle Drop Give. Everyone wants to give their kids the world, but sending them to college can seem overwhelming. I'm John Zeiser with Country Financial, and I get it. My wife and I graduated with college debt, and we didn't want that for our three boys, Anson, Paxton, and Hawkins. So we're taking simple steps to prepare them for college, and Country Financial can help you take simple steps too. Because whether you're our customer or our family, we want you to be successful. Find an authorized representative at takesimplesteps.com. Your daily dose of Oregon athletics. This is Duck Insider from IMG. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it. The dad joke. <laughs> Corny, groan-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son. So take a moment to make your kid laugh, because dad jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager learning the lingo. Hundo P. Hundo P. Adjective. Short for being 100% sure or certain. As in, if we get a puppy, I'll hundo P. always walk it. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. Join us for one of Eugene's best happy hours in Farm to Fork Grub at North Fork Public House in Crescent Village here in Eugene. Open Tuesday through Sunday, happy hour Tuesday to Friday, 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. Friday and Saturday, it's 9 p.m. to close and all day on Sunday. Today's show is also brought to you by By Mart. Get ready for your season for less. Now, all right, that was Cat Mertz. I, I did get one in today, didn't I? I didn't even think about that. Cat Mertz, my thanks to her for going through the class. I know that uh, Oregon soccer fans and Oregon fans in general want to know about all those new ducks and the future ducks that you'll see. Well, there you go. You got to hear about all of them right there. We'll find out the bowl announcement for Oregon football on Sunday. Oregon basketball is going to look for a bounce back. Uh, we depart, I believe, Thursday afternoon for Houston. Men's basketball does, and ugh, that is a tough, tough matchup. Also of note, we have a regular season football game still to be played on Saturday. Cal Stanford. Yeah. The Wildfires postponed that game a couple weeks, which means the big game, as they call it, is going to be on Saturday. So we actually actually have regular season Pac-12 football on Saturday, which is kind of cool. Now, with that in mind, we still have a couple picks to make. Georgie and I are even. We are all square. Heading in to this final championship weekend. We've never had a tie after the Pac-12 championship. At least since I've been tracking picks since 2014. What that means is we would go into bowl game sudden death. Oh. We, we would pick bowl games until one of us makes a different pick. And then that determines who wins picks this year. I said at the beginning of the season it was Georgie's year. 
I'm on record saying that Georgie, who has not won since I've been a part of picks, it's been me and Jerry alternating back and forth. I think Georgie's going to win this year. And I don't know who I'm picking in the title game yet. Utah or Washington? I think Georgie's going to pick Washington. So if Georgie's picking Washington, should I pick Utah just to let it ride? We'll find out on Friday. Joey Mack, I'll be with you tomorrow on Duck Insider. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Hi, I'm Lenny the Lifeguard. I only have a few seconds during this time out to give you a few tips on ways to reduce stormwater pollution. Number one, fix any leaks your vehicle may be dripping on roadways. Number two, pick up after your pets. If they, uh, you know, go while walking, these items can get washed down the storm drain when it rains and end up polluting our lakes and streams. Please remember to hop to it. Protect our water because clean water is everyone's responsibility. This message brought to you by Stormwater Mascot, Lenny the Lifeguard. Open calendar. What's my schedule looking like? Next Thursday, you will be caught in an emergency flash flood between Park and First Street. What? No, no, that, that doesn't work. I'm, I'm busy then. Decline. De decline. Floods don't exactly work around your schedule. Disasters don't plan ahead. But you can. It starts with talking to your loved ones about making an emergency plan. So don't wait. Communicate. Get started today at ready.gov plan. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Question. When you walk into the boardrooms of the most successful companies, who do you meet? Answer. Men and women who play high school sports. Education-based high school sports give us more than athletes we can root for. They give us leaders we can depend on. Question. So where will we find tomorrow's leaders? Answer. High school sports. This message presented by the National Federation of State High School Associations and the National Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. been listening to Duck Insider on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. Duck Insider is presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Better banking, local solutions. With a special thanks to University of Oregon Athletics Director Rob Mullins. Duck Insider is an exclusive presentation of IMG, America's home for college sports.